0: what's up and welcome back to kind of funny scream in review that's right we are ranking reviewing and recapping every single scream movie of course i'm tim gettys and i'm joined by is christmas in january joey noel
1: five cream is finally here everybody what a glorious time
0: rejoice everyone rejoice we have the producer slash seducer in a brand new beanie mm. oh hello timmy
1: uh, oh Whoa, too
0: soon there i knew it was gonna happen but why (laughs) did it have to happen now you know what i mean james and Elise willems
2: i've creamed myself and all i got was this (laughs) t-shirt i just want to know nick
0: nick
3: does the hair go up into the beanie like hey arnold's friends (laughs) it does
0: (laughs) yeah it does literally it goes like right up into it wow look at that Yeah.
2: yeah
4: I'm uh, sure we could
2: legally sell I5 creamed myself.
4: I think <laughs> so. Yeah, you could legally sell it. You just don't want to.
2: Morally, I think yeah.
4: At least five people would buy that shirt, and then
0: 20 years later, it would still be on our store. Mm-hmm. You know what shirts you could get though? This dope new crew neck. Ooh. Wait, right, Joey? Is this them. available yes. now? Yes. <laughs> KindofFunny slash yes. store. Go is check right. it out. It's <laughs> that really was a cool. hot item.
2: I heard that was a hot item in the RT store. Like, and it, people were talk- it talking about. Looks
3: good. It, it looks like it really a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You got, it up. got to, Open it up. Depending where you are, only got a few more winter months, you wanna put those on
0: there you go there you go of course this is kind of funnies in review where each and every week we get together to rank review and recap different movie franchises Uh, we just did Cobra Kai season 4 last week and that was incredible this week of course we're doing 5 cream aka scream aka scream 5 and then next week we are starting something I am so damn excited about 21 and 22 jump street in (laughs) review get hyped everybody Morbius got delayed so it created a gap in in the calendar so we had Two movies, boom, that's what we're doing. Everybody, get excited for that. I think it's on HBO Max, so you can watch those along with us. Thank you, Kevin, for bringing up kind of funny.com/slash store for people to see all the new merch. deck. there's a whole bunch of other stuff too: no, long sleeve shirts, hoodies, a crop top hoodie. I have I my crop
1: hoodie on my bed over there. <laughs> Fantastic, Ooh. looks
0: real hot. <laughs> oh, oh, I love it so much. They we brought to you by Hello Fresh, but I'll get to all that later. Wait,
1: you said that
2: Morbius. There were two movies filled the gap. What was the other movie that you were going to review with Morbius?
0: No, there's just there, just the way that the schedule worked. It's just, it's a whole thing. Me and Joey's personal hell is when movies get delayed (laughs) because it just throws everything off. And I'm just like, I don't know how I'm going to deal with this. But here we are dealing with it. The only way I know how with Channing Tatum. (laughs) <laughs> which is the best thing in the entire world. Uh, of course, you can get the show YouTube.com/slash kind of funny or RoosterTeeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for "Kind of Funny in Review," and we'll be right there for you. If you want to get the show live as it's recorded, if you want to get the show ad-free, and if you want to be a Patreon producer, you got to go to Patreon.com/slash kind of funny, just like Molecule at james davis makes and pranksy have all done we appreciate you all so very much we're gonna get right into it just so you all know we're gonna be spoiler free in the beginning we're gonna make it very clear we're going full spoilers and then we're going full spoilers baby started it off scream five aka scream aka five cream with a runtime of one hour and 54 minutes it was released on january fourteenth, 2022 uh The last movie, Scream 4, was released April 15th, 2011, so over 10 years ago. And this is the 25th anniversary of the Scream franchise. Some of the actors in this movie weren't even born when Scream 1 came
1: out. Oh, don't say that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was directed by Matt bertolini Open and Tyler Gillett, who also did VHS and Ready or Not, another fantastic movie you should check out, uh, which stars Samara Weaving who was approached to be in this film and was going to be in it, but then scheduling conflicts stopped that, which really sucks because that would have been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This is the first screen movie not directed by Wes Craven because he died in 2015, but this movie was dedicated to him. Uh, The music was done by Brian Tyler. Who has done a ton of different uh, movie soundtracks, including all the most of the Fast and Furious movies, uh, not Marco Beltrami. Uh, the budget for this one was twenty four million dollars, which is a lot lower than some of the other movies. Four and three were both at forty million. So, kind of a drop down from that. The box office currently is at 3.5 million just off of last night's ticket sales. The first weekend uh, it projections are upwards of 30 million, which is pretty good in these trying times, especially against a $24 million budget. So, good for you, Scream. Good for you. Um, I want to start off with elise willems what did you think of five cream
2: gosh this is this is big now i don't want to bite the hand that feeds me because i am a massive scream fan i thought the movie was just good i ha i and i and i think we're gonna be at an impasse here because i feel (laughs) like some of the kind of funny crew may be really hyped for this movie there was a lot that i thought could be different. There was a lot that I liked about it. Um, There was a lot that I felt like in terms of a movie that was so, had so much commentary and was so subversive when it first started. And this was, was heralded as a return to that. I felt like it didn't necessarily do that in some ways. Uh, I would have liked to have seen it do that more. I appreciate how, I appreciate how gory a lot of the, the kills were um i i I, i'm i'm hesitant because i don't want to get too into spoiler territory Mm -hmm. with what i say or even influence anything with what i say but we'll get there i i i I appreciated some of the meta um and i feel like when you're getting into five and it's a requel or whatever they call it it's tough to tough to to do but it, it was a You know, it was a seven. It it was not it was not a ten for me, but it was I still enjoyed it.
0: James.
3: Uh, Mine's the less generous version of Elise's. I
4: was going to say that's got to be the closest Elise has ever gotten to saying she doesn't like a movie.
3: (laughs) Is it? Mine's less generous. I did not like this movie. Wow. I Ooh. uh I don't think and this is it's, this is a culmination of a lot of things. We are currently in the era of everything getting a sequel. And I don't I don't think I've seen a single one yet that I like um of all these massive sequels that have been coming out of old franchises that spawned off the 90s. Um and I think that this movie is derivative of the franchise as a whole and I think that it thinks it can get away with it because it says things are derivative. It like it makes a statement and bids like like sometimes things get derivative, but then it just is derivative. I like there for me there were there were no surprises in this movie whatsoever, other than the fact that I was like I hope this doesn't happen, and then it always did. So for me, this is a <laughs> this is yeah a pr- I did not like it. These games, like people, but. a
2: lot of people worked really hard on this movie.
3: By <laughs> the this only thing be a fun talk. Me- the only thing that scared me about this movie was I was like, "Oh no, I'm gonna have to talk with a bunch of people that I'm sure loved it." Here's
2: the <laughs> thing: I, I do want I do want the kind of funny crew to to prove prove me wrong. kind of funny prove me wrong.
0: I, I also, I'm interested exactly. where this is going because I, I I mean I'm gonna jump in or go go for it, James. I was just
3: gonna one last thing. Again, this is coming after a hot on the heels of all these sequels that are coming out for movies, and each one hits me less and less and less. less yeah, you know, we and, started- so, so this is like someone's already at the bottom of the tunnel looking up at the light, and then but someone throws a bucket of shit down. To
2: that, I would say we started watching the Chucky series and thought it was great. We watched the Gruber series and thought it was great. You Over-collar. can breathe you can. new life into a franchise.
3: You can breathe new life into a franchise. But I'm also, like, not even going to watch Book of Boba Fett, because no thank you. So, <laughs> um, so again... I, I, I love all of you, and I absolutely respect anyone who loved this movie. I think it's completely justified because it is a fun movie. Ultimately, when you walk away going, like, It's fun. But for me, I don't need any more Force Awakens in my life.
0: So I'm going to jump in here. I, I didn't love the movie, definitely. I, I liked it a lot. And I, I think that there's, uh, I'm a little bit different than James here, where I don't think there's anything bad about this movie. I'm kind of in line with Elise a little bit more in that seven out of 10 range. But I'm impressed by how good. This movie is kind of beginning to end for me. And I think that the, every little element, whether it's the scares, whether it's the twist, whether it's the new characters, the old characters, all of it was good to me. It, it all worked. I think that this was a, a good sequel. I think that they uh, played with the the tropes and what they're doing and what a Scream movie is well enough. Nothing genuinely surprised me in a way where I'm blown away. Let me put it this way. It's no Scream 4. You guys know how much I love Scream 4. I think <laughs> that it's <was> ranked <laughs> way so. too low on our list. I, I absolutely that. love what that movie did. And I feel like this movie doesn't quite do what it was trying to do as well as 4 did what it was trying to do. Um so with all that like I I think that uh, I'm, I'm I'm a little shocked how down you guys are on it because I do think that it's it's a good Scream movie. Uh but I am not surprised that it isn't like number 1 for for y'all. Joey, where are you at?
1: I'm so happy <laughs> that James and Elise are here because we were talking last night, and I seem to be the lowest. I think out of the three of us last night.
3: Wait, did you uh, talk with Joey last night about? This? No, this I was
1: just, before. Yeah. This was oh, okay, before okay, I texted okay,
3: Elise.
1: Okay. and Elise did didn't even Joey. respond to my message last night. Um,
2: I was scared
1: because I, I know. I know. I. I like. I think it, I liked it. I think it's fine. Um, I think after thinking about it last night I liked all of the I liked a lot of the elements I liked a a lot of the new actors that are in it I liked the kind of the rules and how they played around with the requel stuff and even later towards the end like some character motivations I liked those I didn't like it all coming together it didn't quite fit for me Um, but yeah it's definitely not my favorite out of any of these i think there's some really fun performances and i liked some of the characters i don't know i think i i it's fine i agree that it's like a seven seven and a half kind of movie for me but it's also a screen movie so am i gonna watch it like every halloween moving forward yeah probably <laughs>
0: yes. yes nick scarpino Thank you, Tim,
4: and and thank you uh, everyone for joining me on this podcast. I'd actually like to use my time uh, instead of talking about Scream, this newest Scream, to talk about the new J.Lo, Owen Wilson movie that we saw the preview <laughs> for last night, yeah. called right. "Marry yeah, Me." Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like that had more twists and turns in it than anything that this movie had to offer, and I'm super excited for that.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right.
4: Uh, no real talk. I mean, I don't, I don't think we're that far apart from each other I enjoyed this movie and I enjoyed it because I think, um, I think it's very well made I think it's shot. Well, I think the people that they cast in it are good and they hold the scenes And I think it had some legitimate scares and I think it was a nice sort of like I don't want to say passing of the torch because I can't imagine I'm sure they're gonna make another one of these but for me, um it was. Ni- it's just nice to be back in the Scream universe, and I've never really – past Scream 1, I think every iteration of it was something I had zero expectations for. So going into this, I kind of look at it as like, okay, it's another entry into the series. That's great. Of course, the exciting thing is, guys, we've passed the, the, the five-movie hump, so now that means these movies can just go on forever. Now that means these movies <laughs> can just be fast and furious, Take and they space. can do a sp- – Spin-off where it's just nev campbell and courtney cox hanging out in seattle solving crimes together if they want jump, running down the side of buildings at each other um i'd be totally in for that too um I, I enjoyed it i mean i think not to get into too much spoiler territory but there are some disappointing aspects of it that that keep this from probably ranking any higher on the list than 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 mid to lower tier for me um but i think for people who haven't ever seen scream before this is going to be super fun for them if I, if everyone's followed along in the series, it'll. I think it's just an interesting watch and kind of might go the way for me. And Tim, I'm sorry to say this of Scream Four, where every time you say Scream Four, I go, "Wait, who was in that again?" And then I remember Hayden Pintieri's amazing haircut, and I go, Herbie. "That's all I can remember <laughs> from that movie. I don't remember a single solitary frame from the rest of that film." Um, oh, and I think just so good. I know I just didn't read. It just didn't hit for me. It didn't do anything like original enough to resonate and for me to be like an. Uh, uh, to, to James's point to be like a really good entry into the series other than something that's kind of derivative, which was sort of the point and we'll get into spoiler territories. Like it's interesting that James actually is like his actual thoughts are echoing some of what the characters are saying in the movies, as far as like the stab movies are concerned and stuff like that, which does make it meta, but does it make it good? And that's, that's the good, that's the big question we have with a lot of these requels that we're having right now. Uh, The matrix comes to mind, right? That was our big bit of commentary there, which is like being self-aware and being clever is good. Cool, but it yeah. still needs to be an interesting twist on something to keep my attention for two and a half hours. And I got a little bored midway through this, and then toward the end when, you know, reveals happen, I'm like, oh, okay, that's it, fine. It wasn't as it, it needs to be a lot more creative. But of course, the original scream as we like to use the term throw this around flippantly is lightning in a bottle. So how the heck are you gonna do that over and over again over five movies? But I oh. overall, I enjoyed it, and I think the cast and the crew, did a great job. I think it was shot well. And it's, and just, you know, shout out to Deputy Judy,
0: just coming back when he peppercorn <laughs> RIP. There you go. Uh,
3: can I ask you, what was, what is our ranking? What is, what was the current rankings? Did the the
0: current those? ranking that we'll get to at the end of the show, but I'll let you know so you can think about it. I just it want to, yeah, I just want to think about it. It's a, it's a, in my opinion, bad ranking, but number one, Scream one, number two, Scream three, number three, Scream four, and the number four, Scream two.
4: Was Scream okay. two the Hollywood one? no that was, three. Three. Yeah, that three. was three okay I, so it's I, one three, two four, agree two. I agree with him this
0: bad ranking this is a that's great that's how this this this, okay. this show works yeah. I will okay. say uh we'll, we'll get to spoilers in one second but I will say last spoiler free thing is I highly recommend if you haven't seen these movies in a long time rewatch them all going into this because I yeah. I feel like even the couple month break that we had doing in review to watching this i was like oh man this would be so much better had we just watched all of them going into it because it is it's real connected it works by itself for sure but i think that like all just the names of people and the locations (laughs) and just like a lot of stuff i think is strengthened by like it's it's a a a great kind of binge watchy at at least watch the
4: first the original scream because so much of this Mm -hmm. is either taken directly from it or a fun twist on that and referencing it so much that I think it's important to have watched. That. I wish I had rewatched that one a little bit just for nostalgia value.
0: Uh, but now we're getting in to full on spoiler territory. And I'm going to start this off. There was a moment in this movie pretty early on, maybe like about 20, 30 minutes in where me, Joey and Gia lost our shit in our theater. We can feel James and Elise in their theater losing their <laughs> shit as well. Uh, there's a part where they're, they're looking at like YouTube and like reaction videos to stab movies. And it's the mm-hmm. dead meat. Podcast, which is awesome, one of Gia's favorite podcasts, freaking out about that. And I'm like, holy shit, that's cool. And then you look over at the side, and one of the recommended videos is an interview with survivors from Westboro. Kirby, motherfucking that <laughs> Mary is not you dead. She is alive. Brandon. Let's go. Brandon. <laughs> Brandon <back.
1: laughs> but
2: here's the thing, is like you can imagine my disappointment then because I'm, I'm, this happens. I'm cheer. Mm-hmm. I'm pumping my fist in the theater. I literally, and I know that Hayden a year and a half ago got the iconic Kirby haircut again. She posted it on Instagram. I know <gasps> this. So imagine my disappointment when at the end, when, when, when Courtney and Nev are at their lowest and, and we think that, you know, Melissa Barrera, she's, she's been, uh, 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 Incapacitated, and and I think like there's no hope left here. I'm thinking that there's gonna be a door kicked in, (laughs) and Kirby, Kirby, other final girl is gonna come busting through that door and going, I've been following the news, you know, mother lovers. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm, I'm. Mm-hmm. I, it's PG. I don't know what the rating is on this movie. On this movie, oh, oh, wait, it's a hard R. R. it goes through a throat. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so she comes through, and then Kirby saves the day. That's I thought maybe that was a possibility.
4: I feel like maybe they're waiting for that for the next one, where Kirby is the sort of of uh, the the, the older generation loaded. survivor. She's the Nev. Yeah, she's gonna be the Nev because I can't imagine that. It, going back to the Nevell over and over again, while I'm totally fine with that, she was kind of underutilized in this movie, as was Courtney Conk's.
2: She's got kids with Mark now, who
1: we I know in Scream Four.
4: I was like, are they going to have this guy show up, up or what?
1: I he love that out. they name dropped Mark, and I was just like, wait, is that? It is, and I had to look it up this morning, and it is. I was like, <sighs> and she holy doesn't shit. wear Charlie
2: Connolly's necklace anymore. His college uh, necklace. She doesn't wear that anymore.
4: No, she doesn't need that. It's she's my age. Uh, we don't. We don't. I
0: can't even remember college. But. There was so much fun shit in this. I love all the connections to like all the, the kids being somehow related. And every time they announce how they're related, it's more and more weird and like less like I, less perfect. Yeah, and my I, I, I thought that was just so so okay. fun of like the, the Loomis flashbacks, or not flashbacks, but like visions. Visions and like the oh, way that they yeah. had him look. I loved that shit. I thought it was I super loved that. Well done I did and, too. And, and my, I loved the, the balance of the new kids and the old people. I actually thought they did it really well. And I liked what they had the old crew do for the most part. Like, I liked that Nev wasn't the focal point, wasn't the one that, like, this is the first time in the Scream franchise that the killers had no motive against her. Like It had nothing really to do with her. She right. kind of just got involved because, like, she got dragged in and kind of wanted to stop all the shit from happening. But the way they treated Dewey, I mean, first off, can we just say, at R.I.P., we finally yeah. lost one of the core three. That is that's one. crazy. But the way they did it, I fucking loved it. Cause they gave him his shitty hero moment. That why does Dewey <laughs> need a hero moment? He doesn't, but it was so awesome. That's and then him. immediately fucking killing him, it gave me everything I'm looking for from these requel type shit.
2: But here's my problem with a movie that's all about the meta. And we have, you know, we have the scene with Dewey where he uh, to to Jack Quaid and Melissa Barrera. Who Jack Quaid was fantastic in this movie. I loved him. He, uh, you know he sa- he says to them like, oh, it's the boyfriend. You know, check check the boyfriend. He's right next to you. Dewey mm-hmm. knows all the rules, right? We we know, we've established that Dewey knows all the rules. But then to have Dewey in that scene go back, not to like, because right when that when the the ghost face goes down. I'm like, pull off that mask. Pull out. Off- Why aren't you pulling off that mask immediately? Why are you walking away? The- There's
4: three are of you mm-hmm. and one of him. Why yes. are you walking away?
2: And, and so I kind of, it, it took the, the wind steam out of the steam or the window of the sails of that moment for me.
3: Well, cause that's my issue. That is a perfect summation of my issues with this movie at large is that it has become a movie that the first scream mocked. It It is. It is, it is re-become a movie that, that Scream 1 existed to subvert, which is you have all these characters that know how scary movies happen, so they shouldn't be doing scary movie things, right. right? And that's why Scream 1 is amazing. And this one literally had a moment. Like There's so many moments that are ridiculous, but it had a moment where Dewey, who's been through this a thousand times, <laughs> feels like the only way he can shoot someone in the head is by standing directly standing within knife's range like yeah i don't know it's just it diminished for me the characters who've already been through this and the franchise who's which has already come up with the answers to this i think say what you will about scream 2 and scream 3 becoming dumber movies but at least they picked other things to tackle yeah like,
4: that like, was my yeah, go yeah. Ahead, sorry
3: no, I was just say they like picked other stuff to tackle. This movie seemed like it wanted to tackle again the stuff that the original Scream tackled, and it. But they were still dumb. It was still just a dumb horror movie. Like it was a dumb uh, slasher.
0: Let me jump in real quick with that. Like I, I like it because of how it ties into the toxic fandom stuff, which I know it. it that's always a weird thing to tackle because there's no way you could ever get it 100% right because it always feels icky and it always feels like it's coming from a bad place. But I think that it made enough sense for me and it worked that it kind of just being the first thing again because they were trying to make that again, like the the killers, like that was their whole thing. That worked for me in a way that made it feel interesting and not lazy. It, it, and then I know that it goes back to what we're talking about about the Matrix and stuff, but I think this is it done right more right than the matrix but is, I the matrix was is that wrong. just
1: commentary on the fact that the thing that you want the new thing to be which is the original doesn't work like the what the fans think they want is too overplayed at this point
0: yeah totally and that's why i don't think that this is a great thing like i don't think that it, the end product is like anything special that's why i still think that four did it better like four did the reboot thing so this yeah. being a, yeah. a requel it's like okay, what does that mean in 2022? I don't think it's as interesting and, as what me- that meant in 2011.
2: Just in terms of, like, what Scream does, 4 did it better in terms of, like, establishing some new fun characters, mm-hmm. like Deputy Judy Hicks and Allison... I don't know, what's her name? Um, From... Jill. Hello. Jill. Oh, Allison Bree. Allison Brie, uh, Oh, right.
4: a it, sort it, of...
2: It, it, It kind of had, like, because Scream was always fun with its tertiary cast, where you've got Henry Winkler playing the high school principal and stuff like that. And this movie, I felt a little bit like it built out the new generation of kids, but it sort of lacked a little bit of those character types. And I also, I was really hoping that this would feel like, the way that the first movie made Woodsboro feel like a character and like there's curfews coming down. Yeah. <laughs> and this you really feel like you're in this small town and you're in the the main street and Dewey's having a nice his ice cream cone and you feel like you're in it. <laughs> I didn't really feel that way about Woodsboro in this movie as much too as much as I would have hoped to and and Stu's house, you know, that's such a huge deal. And I know obviously the house is going to look different after 25 years but I didn't really feel that feeling of being back in Stu's house. I, didn't know I feel happened.
4: like, and I think that's a good, a good, that's what I walked away with. Right. Where I was like, this is a good nuts and bolts sort of like pre, re, what is it? Prequel? Re, requel cool. sort of version of this. I appreciate the meta they're going for. I, again, I think that's not, that is what it is. But what I walked away with was kind of like, there was not a fun factor in this movie that I think was missing. In the original scream no there's like, there's no camp. And no camp. in the original screen, there's that wonderful moment where they're standing in the video store and they're talking about the rules and all these things and Randy's there and everyone's there. And then obviously he doesn't realize that he's talking to the, to the to the two killers, but like it's a fun scene and it reminds you of hanging out with your friends from high school in a a movie store. Granted, people don't do that anymore. I get it, the movie stores are dead and they call them uh, STIs now, not STDs. I got you guys. But (laughs) this, the town was a character so much in the first uh, Scream to Elise's point. And like being in that that environment, in the original one, there was like, you had the feeling that people who were ancillary to this, the people that are like running aside the original cast were enjoying the craziness of all that's going on and the energy of it, even though it's kind of a twisted thing to do. And in this one, We never stopped to have one of those moments that wasn't self-referential. We only get like one scene where all the kids are sitting around talking about the rules of the movie. And it feels like a TED Talk where I'm like, all right, uh, okay. First off, you've introduced me to this new term, Requel, which which I'm I'm assuming people have used before. But this is my first time really having this hammered home. And I'm trying to follow this. And then everyone's accusing everyone of something. We just jumped to like the second act of that. And it it did feel like we're we're missing out on a little something. We forgot to have a little bit of the fun factor. And and the camp, I guess. Yeah, it's a perfect term for it. We didn't go to
2: school. We didn't go to school. No, we didn't even go to the school at
4: all. And also, somebody walked away and was like, there's not a single parent in this whole thing except for Deputy (laughs) Judy, (laughs) which was weird.
3: It did feel – so, I mean, again, this is maybe a generational thing too. But if this movie – the first Scream felt like, oh, shit, like this guy, this writer, like knows how I and my – horror movie movie loving friends talk with each other when we're at a blockbuster like it's it's an exaggerated it's a hyperbolic form of it but it's like oh yeah and like we talk, we compare these things we say these things this felt like a studio executive or like someone who's art like within the industry saying this is how people this is how kids talk about movies but i don't know that i don't know that it is like i don't i'm
0: totally on the other side like i for everything you guys are just saying like i thought there was a lot of fun in this movie and i think the fun came from the dialogue and the writing of the kids going back and forth like i it really resonated with me i liked all the references to the things that talking about like oh yeah that stab eight was done by the the knives out guy and it's just (laughs) like that type of dialogue and that type of like the, the references they're making that aren't just horror movies necessarily but it's like even talking they're talking shit about last jedi that's where the yeah, toxic fandom like, stuff's yeah. coming like like all that stuff like that is how i think kids would or people would be talking not just kids but uh i i i found a lot of fun from that stuff and i really liked that scene like that to me was was a scene where i was like i wanted it to keep going i liked everything that was being said and i get different strokes different folks all that stuff but yeah it worked for me yeah i
1: think the thing where the movie really lost it for me is that i've I feel like we didn't. Similar to how Elise thought that we were gonna get Kirby back, it felt like at the end that there needed to be like another level of elevation that happened. Like we yeah. were talking with Gia, like a third killer. I was still waiting for like one more thing to happen, a third to like really well. nail it home. And then it, when it didn't, it felt like a little bit
4: disappointing and see, to me. That's that was a big. That was that was why the where this movie went from like okay, I'm along for the ride to ah, uh, we 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 didn't stick the ending right having them yeah. just be these these cartoonish all of a sudden cartoonish psychopaths
2: yeah
4: which is exactly how four ended remember where i think it was emma how roberts one ended.
2: It was like, well
4: before it is four, four at the
3: very least had the city um, connection yeah had yeah. emma roberts which was With like oh time. that it was, was like, awesome. like we thought the victim but she was actually like just as twisted and but she got what she I, wanted that's why yeah. I like four is because it it was so close to a retread, but they came up with some sort of twist that they were like, Oh, and it even has what we're talking about that extra thing. When you right. go to the hospital, it's like, Oh, where's the last movie ended here. We've given you more. This movie was like, Oh no, we're going to end the same way. I think they were going for something with the Billy Loomis thing. But for me, other than seeing Skeet, which I'm always happy to say, I love love having to see him. I did I didn't, back, I didn't care at all about I thought it was weird to imply that you're genetically predisposed to being a cure, serial killer. Yeah.
2: Like, Joey, yeah. do you like how Skeet gave her like the nod of approval? Yeah, like <laughs> murder <laughs>
1: her. <Okay. laughs>
2: yeah. Murder. Yeah. I consider see
1: her destiny. It's like, like why yeah, yeah. it was really, Also, would they have not have was that where's that knife just like hidden there 25 yeah. years it's ago? Nice. That <laughs> yeah. From? Yeah. yeah, the
2: no, like my God, killer thing when when uh they're in the hospital, and Ghostface goes down, and before Dewey gets killed, I we both thought the same thing, which was that they were gonna, that the movie was going to blow expectations out of the water, do the do the the Hitchcock Psycho thing where, but not with the victim, but with the killer, where, um, they actually caught one that they killed. They Kill killed that's Ghostface what I thought they were gonna do yeah. too, and, then, and that's one of the killers, and they think, oh, we got him,
3: and then it's like, what does that mean?
2: What does that mean? Like... And then what does that mean in a scream movie? And then. The and then the, you see the, the killings continue and then and then maybe there's a third killer too because the movie also kind of uh flips expect- expectations with the opening by having her live.
4: Yeah, you know, Which usually
2: in that was cult.
4: I thought was clever because that makes her a red herring, right? Because you're like, it, no one's ever lived through one of these attacks yeah. before, and the last it, person we saw that quote unquote did get attacked and survive was the killer. So and yeah, it's, and they're oddly similar as far as like their like uh, those circumstances.
2: My only problem with that opening was I didn't feel like it did anything new and fun. Like, Scream 4 had the whole Incredible. false movie, mm-hmm. the, within the movie within the oh, movie, with the movie pulled so open. Good. And this... It was kind of just a retread of it was like texting sometimes. Yeah, and and I was like, I didn't really do <laughs> any Automated that I- locks.
4: Yeah,
0: automated locks were cool as hell. But I mean, that's not like a fresh
4: twist. It's just like <laughs> well, a cool yeah. and it's, modern. It's, thing. It was it was interesting, but it's also like, I if you're going to introduce that element of like hacking someone's phone, there's just there's some questions that start popping up there, and it also becomes it's a thin line between having that technology be believable and having it just be a catch-all. Four. the the killer can at this point do anything. You start to kind of get lost in that. When he was like, when he like hacked the phone for find my find my family or whatever that was. I was like, this guy, can, this these guys can clone cell phones. Now I'm sure Kevin could probably do that, but I I'm like, <laughs> these are I don't know. It just uh, it just it it's. I wish they had dialed that back a little or gone full tilt into it, it and that was sort of the meta commentary yeah, of what it, was going on. Like technology ruins everything.
3: It, it it had a taste of Scream Three when like when like oh the voice changer could you do anyone's voice anyone's now? voice like, like that's exactly that's voice. exactly what i thought like, <laughs> i was like oh it, it, it had some the... of that which it felt like scream 4 rolled back on yeah like conv- scream 4 was like oh, no, no, no no that's well, silly that's conversely
2: silly with stream 4 like tim pointed out that they were really ahead of their time with the kids streaming <laughs> the live streaming and, you know, yeah the yeah. so, like that felt like oh they're doing this differently yeah yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: but before we go on too long we tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Sticking to your New Year's resolutions can be hard, but if you're focusing on saving money by ordering less takeout, learning to cook, or prioritizing your wellness, smashing your goals is a piece of cake with HelloFresh. HelloFresh has endless options to make cooking at home simple and enjoyable by delivering pre-portioned ingredients to your door, including farm fresh produce that arrives within a week. HelloFresh has 50 menu and market items to choose from every single week, including some more family-friendly or gourmet choices. Uh, Kevin Coelho, Paula Coelho, They've been loving HelloFresh. They, of course, Paula, being a vegetarian, like the options of having the vegetarian stuff, and they've been having some fantastic meals over there in their Coelho household. Go to HelloFresh.com slash kinda funny 16 and use code kinda funny 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash kinda funny 16 and use code kinda funny 16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Nick. Let's get into the plot, man. Tim,
4: what's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> I also the love Babadook. No, know. no one's <laughs> yeah. favorite scary movie is the Babadook. Yeah. What a the weird reference to have. Really These good. kids,
0: man. Yeah. Tim yeah. Tim animated animated. Horror, I'm horror,
4: pretentious Gen Zers out there. Nick, have you seen the Babadook? It's, it's no, a pretty good movie. Actually, I think you really like it. Never seen it once, but I'll tell you this. They haven't made a good movie since Joe Dirt.
0: Boomers are all the same, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) They haven't made a good movie since Joe Dirt. I'll tell you what. Joe Dirt came out.
4: We stopped making good movies after that. Ladies and gentlemen, let's kick it off. 25 years after Billy Loomis. Uh, and Stu terrorized the town of Woodboro. We, we catch up with high schooler Tara Carpenter in her home alone, texting with her friend Amber, uh, the landline land rings. We get them a nice redo of the original scene, a little up to date. We got the modern lock thing happening. Um, and I'm with Kevin on this one where, Kev, you're going to watch this and you're going to go, that front door is not a smart lock. That is an old school, just analog lock. How dare these people screw with smart lock technology that badly? They just did them bad. They just did them bad. Anyway, uh, character calls. We get the we get the, uh, the original quiz, but this time it's about the stab series, which is another meta uh, uh, you know reference where basically she has to answer questions about the original scream via stab one, um, and she gets the last question right. Only she doesn't get it right. She thinks she gets it right, but there were actually two killers. The answer was Billy Lewis and Stu uh, Mocker, uh, and she gets it wrong. And then of course, uh, well, Amber doesn't get killed because spoilers. Amber is one of the killers, but. The smart locks start going all haywire, and then she gets uh, basically systematically destroyed by this killer. Because let me tell you one thing right now, guys. Every once in a while, that shin, when that bone breaks in the UFC, oh. people lose legs because of that. Mm-hmm. If you can't get the circulation back to that foot because of the bone, that's a very integral part of your body. You might lose a bit. She might actually come out of this a little worse for the wear. She also gets stabbed in the hand, um, which is scary. Threw and then gets, the gets uh,
1: right? cool.
4: Through the hand, right? Uh, and then the, the killer uh, goes to slash her throat, and it cuts to the iconic, like, scream. Uh, and this time, it's a, it was a different song. I forget which song it was, but it was a cool song. And we cut over to Modesto, California, the scariest place in all of California, <laughs> next to Vallejo. <laughs> and we we catch up with sam who's gonna be our main character she is our new courtney cox she's our new sydney sam sydney sydney sam sam this is sydney sydney this is sam meet each other that's great guess what pass the torch uh played by melissa melissa barrera who i thought did a great job in this uh she gets the call hey guess what everyone your sister's almost dead but she's not dead and then uh, dennis quaid's kid jack quaid comes out and you're like he's a really nice guy but that's what all killers are right really nice guys that's why i I'm an asshole <laughs> all the time
2: across <laughs> the they board. Do you a, know where you stand with me. They do a little a little uh, twisted kind of toy with the audience in this moment because because Melissa Barrera or Sam goes on the phone. She says, well, do they know who did it? Which like anytime somebody asks, do they know who did it? You're like, oh, well, are they the killer? Are they yeah, asking? The killer, are they They're trying sure. to dig to see?
3: Yeah, the, the red herrings in this are more herring than they are red <laughs> they're
2: they're very,
3: they're very much like the same way someone would tell a joke and say like oh you're stupid not like mm-hmm. there's a lot of that in this where someone says something and they're I like they're him. like like it's as opposed to thinking they're a killer in the way they thought like billy's a killer he drops his phone he's so suspicious and he's like you got to trust me sid it's just <laughs> like i am the killer and nah <laughs>
4: James you say the word we will single-handedly bring back not I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm
3: trying I do it still I'm trying I, I also want to add one thing real quick because I think Jack Quaid is fan he's perfect in this, I, stick in this. I, loved him. I think he was awesome and I, I think part of my frustration was feeling I'm not trying I'm not asking for any brownie points here but before the movie started, who did I say the killer was? Jack Quaid. I Jack Quaid. said the point Jack point killer the is trailer, quite... in the trailer. I said the Jack... killer is Jack Quaid, and once it gets started, I'll tell you who the other mm-hmm. one is. And then, and then, basically, as soon as they introduced the characters, I went it's Amber. Yeah. Um And so that I'm not one super... scene
1: in the hospital, the couple interactions, it's like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah
3: that's color. it. <laughs> um. See, and but then, if... yeah, but I was just going to say, but. But I was like, I was excited because I, he was doing such a ki- like a killer, pun intended job of like, kind of like toying with the audience, like less so toying with the other actors, but like toying with the audience because you're like, you're like, oh, but I, like he is charming. Like he's really charming and he's like, nice he, oh, he hasn't even seen the movies. That's so yeah, cute. that's like, I was gonna say that
4: was the great set at the red, yeah. great red herring where he was like, they're all on Netflix, maybe I'll watch them now. And then he starts slowly but subtly like um infusing the reddit commentary into this stuff he's like you know they're not wrong like stab eight yeah. was kind of garbage and this is kind of like messing with people's like they love this stuff and these movies do mean something to people and you're like that's actually pretty interesting how they get I, I like how they kind I, of fed yeah, that I in like subtly to us yeah. Um uh, and yeah jack created did a great job but i mean again but the big thing for me on these and i hate to say it because it's i mean we are talking about the fifth screen movie so it's like get out of your fucking brain here nick but like The motivations for the killers are always kind of what interests me. And that really, at the end of the day, is like, can you give me something that's a reason why they're motivated to commit mass murder? Two people, not just one. Two people have convinced each other we're going to go in on this to commit a mass murder. And it needs to be a good reason. And having it be, I think, to Tim's point, like, kind
0: of a rehashing of Scream 4, of, like, the reboot stuff. Well, it's not. Not the motivations at all. That's the thing is Scream 4's motivations were so good because she wanted to be famous. And she's like, Sydney got fucking famous from this. Like, and all the people involved were famous. I want to be famous too. So I yeah, need I guess, to thank them and I right. need to be all that. One, I guess
4: their so motivation like, was like to give to give Gale Weather something to write about or to give the new people an, an, a movie that had this rooted in reality. But still, I was just like, I don't know. That well, just it, it came off kind of comical at the end. There's
3: There's got to be a version where there's more stew lore. There's gotta be a version because the, yeah. the, the, she's in his house, right? And then that call the first thing that that sets it all off, the question that she gets wrong is, oh, you didn't mention Stu. And it's like so, like that's what you would use to remind the audience how big of a like at not talks about Billy, everyone talks about but what about Stu? And that you would think that like if the killer had a connection to Stu in some way, then it that'd be like thing like you didn't even mention my older brother who's never been mentioned before or whatever like that's what pisses me off and that's why i want to kill you like like there's always that tipping point for the killer they get crazy set off crazy for some sort of thing and it was just weird that they had all that but they there was no connection there so
4: it was also a little bit weird to me that these kids are partying in this house that amber lives in and not one person like not one person knew that that's the house where everyone got killed in
3: they weren't partying, they were memorializing their friend Wes. <laughs> I mean, listen,
4: James, I memorialize all my friends every night by myself with a bottle of Jack Daniels <laughs> and the internet. Uh, I just get on Facebook and start to know. Uh, it was just, I was like, that's a little weird, right? These kids are so self-aware and everyone knows the stab series so much. This house, if you knew that your friend lived in the house, that you would know, you would know your friend lived in the house where all those people were killed and you would not go there to get your asthma inhaler. Uh, but I digress. Let's move on with the plot here. Uh, Tara's friends and classmate Wes Hicks informs her older sister, Sam. Uh, she gets called. Man- Sam returns to Woodboro with her boyfriend, Richie, uh, to visit Tara at the hospital, offering to stay until she recovers. is uh, not very happy with her sister here because her sister left five years ago for some unknown reason. We don't know why. We'll figure that out in act two. Meanwhile, Wes's mother, Sheriff Judy,
0: Hicks. Let's
4: go. Lemon bars are in the fridge. (laughs) uh, Is I mean, she's awesome. And obviously she doesn't like uh, Sam because Sam kind of was a little bit of a terror after she had some issues back in the day. Uh, She gathers the rest of the friend group. Uh, We have Amber with with the twin siblings, Chad and Mindy Uh, Meeks. uh, Martin, excuse me, Meeks Martin, who are Randy's uh, niece and nephew. Uh, and I McKinney. loved
1: the shrine oh, yeah. to Randy the
4: shrine. in the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, his TV, TV
3: entertainment center or whatever, yeah. It's now, Tim, now, I
4: don't, I don't want to jinx myself here, Tim, but if mm. I ever die, you better have a fucking massive shrine to me in your house I'll for do the rest it. of your life. I'll do it. And any what would you, you want have, at
1: that shrine?
4: Just a picture of me, but, like, with James's body from the neck down, shirtless. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, That's what mm-hmm. I would like. And then yeah. every time you're – But can you hang it so that every time your kids need to leave the house, they do the Notre Dame thing where they touch it, and they walk out the door. <laughs> (laughs) God, (laughs) just touch the abs, just like in the name of Uncle Nick's abs. You ever see those
3: statues that like the breasts the brass or whatever on the breast is worn down because people touch yeah. it so much it's going to be with your with your crotch it's good.
4: perfect perfect i did that in i think i was in denmark and there's this there's a statue of a dog that's brass oh yeah yeah and yeah. you have you touch it and the nose is worn off because people touch it for good luck it was cute mm-hmm. it's in a cemetery and it's very creepy uh let's see richie who's unaware of the stab franchise or its connection to woodboro bullshit, spends the majority of the hospital visit with sam watching the recent stab eight while confirming the survival of kirby reed Hell. Which is I didn't yes. even catch that. That's just amazing that they did that, and good for Hayden Penetier. uh Sam who struggles with hallucinations of Billy lubis That let me ask you guys this question: Why does she hallucinate him with all of his yeah. wounds at the moment of the, death? The, <laughs> at his moment of death, what <laughs> context could she have possibly? Did was there a picture of him that you think she saw in the
0: newspaper? Nope. i mean it's she's seen the movies you know it's kind of like she's seen she knew what he looked like she knew the movies version of it like i don't know i imagine
1: they really wanted us to know that he was dead and this was not some sort of like oh maybe billy's back thing i don't know
2: it'd be amazing if
4: billy's still alive
2: there's also like a moment at the end when amber uh one of them says to sam like you see visions of your dead dad. And it's like, did she confide into know
3: someone that. Yeah. that? how did you know did that? that? The, the whole there's a lot of confusion about the ghost of Billy aspect. <laughs> N- number one, how he knows where knives are hidden around the house. And then also how she knew that. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> and then there, that same Amber thing, she's like, she's like, you you're the son of Billy or daughter of Billy Loomis and you see visions of him. And she's like, who told you that and she's like, your mom was a drunk. She talks to everybody. And I'm like, wasn't the whole thing that she like kept this deep, dark secret for, for like forever? <laughs> but so, so
4: it's so everyone in the town,
3: everyone in the everybody town knew knows
4: except yeah. for Tara.
3: The yeah, this is and then And then but then Tara was like, you should have just Who's talked to me. And it's like yeah. when you were eight years old, yeah. I should have confided. She in goes, you she really goes, because, you I could have helped
4: kidding? you. I was like, as an eight yeah. year old, like, yeah. no, that would have been completely overwhelming for you. It was overwhelming for a 17 year old, let alone. Yeah. old. God, that was that was a little ridiculous. Um, I had one more point that I was gonna bring. Ah, yeah, whatever, we'll figure it out later. Uh, catching back up, Sam, who struggles with hallucination, discloses to Tara that her biological father, the reason why she left town, was Billy Loomis. And Tara's like, I'm not mad at you for that. That's fine. I would have, I would wouldn't have given a shit. But I'm mad because you left me too. Uh, meanwhile, uh, lives summer fling Vincent Schneider. Uh, is murdered by Ghost, Ghostface outside and shout out to the song. I think that was playing on the radio yep. of his car. Right. Yep. Which yep. is
2: so happy. Right. Right. Right.
4: got to have it and to do it. Um, it wasn't asked... in four. So it was not. Happy. And they messed that up. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, is murdered by Ghostface outside of the bar. Sam and Richie visit a reclusive Dewey Riley, who has been in a very, very bad place since his divorce from Gale Weathers. And I think Tim reacted like this is the most absurd scene ever. But the scene they have together where they actually like, the two of them were talking about their split. I was like, damn, this is hitting on some different level shit because they broke up in real life, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, man, they're they're bringing some real life stuff into this. And, and I, thought I thought they, they handled great, that well I thought overall. They like,
0: I, I, th- I think that that, you know, we all it's so meta that we understand what's going on. And I think that the way that those actors were together on screen and the story they gave them, I thought was a, a nice kind of like conclusion to, to yeah. their their arcs.
4: I like that he was just like, I couldn't hack it. I felt like I couldn't hack it. So I left. And she's like, We well, could have just told me that. And I was like, Oh, I wonder how much of that is mirrored in real life or if they just still have affection for each other. Because it seems like they do. And they, either way, they're that or they're great actors. Because when they were on screen together, I thought they did well, at least from, from uh, Funhouse.
2: If we can also point out that we got another great uh, musical.
4: Oh, I'm Interlude. getting to it.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I'm um, just the trailer. I'm about them. Mm, okay. You get the Tatum. You see what happened to Tatum. Yeah, Tatum's ashes. On She's uh, yeah. crammed, into, crammed mm-hmm. in a
3: box on a <laughs> mm-hmm. cabinet somewhere.
4: Um, they so. go to.
1: a lot them. of cat pictures framed in his trailer. Did you know the, that
4: mm-hmm. Well, you know, people like their cats Joey, They're not heartless I, like we are.
2: I do love that he watches her on TV every day.
4: I love that, and he yeah. sends her t- he the text. She's like, you sent me a okay. text. He goes, Well, you, I figured you were on camera. She's like, How would you know that? And he's like, was, you know, it, I thought that was good. That and was so a very funny
2: him, moment of like, Ghostface is back. Like, yeah. leave, like, don't go to Woodsboro. Hope I, you're doing well. well like, smiley, like,
3: face. smiley face. And then he types, I still, and then deletes it. I'm like, <laughs> I got it. Yeah, he still loves her. Yeah. I got it.
4: Um, I want to give a shout out to David Arquette. I thought he looked great in this film. I think he's mm-hmm. aging very well. Love, I love the the mustache sort of short beard combo. And if I steal that. It was original for me.
2: We saw uh, him in LA in person. Just, he was out in filming Little Filming somewhere, filming something in Little Tokyo. Yeah, like. in the summer. And he looked great. He looked great. I
4: Good mean, still you. still keeping it up, Dewey. God bless him. The limp is back, sort of. Mm-hmm. The limp mm-hmm. is kind of like Kevin Costner's English accent in, in <laughs> Robin Hood. It kind of comes and goes. Uh, but he says, no, screw off. I've been sad seven times. This is not my problem. I'm not doing this anymore. And then of course he calls Sidney Prescott and we get the what I was like, oh, maybe it'll just be a cameo from her, but no. Then I remember I saw her more scenes in the trailer. Uh, and Nev Campbell back, running with her kids. She's got a bunch of kids now with Mc- McDreamy, I think wasn't that the guy that she had kids with? Yeah. And then uh, and she's like, I'm in Seattle. This is not my business. And he goes, Sid, don't come back here. She's like, I never want to come back to Woodsboro again. Until tomorrow, I will be back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> then she says, then she says, of course the the she puts the final nail in the coffin for Dewey. She says, thankfully they've got you to protect them. Ugh. And Dewey's like, fuck. And so he goes to yeah, this
3: dick move, by the
1: way.
4: Definitely. <laughs> dick. You basically told your, your friend you're gonna do. No die. guilt
1: trip at all. But I, know.
4: I do love this moment because he walks over and sees, I think, a picture of him, like a younger version of him and Courtney Cox, like kissing, mm-hmm. and takes down the wood, the wooden like thing underneath it, takes the picture off, puts it aside, opens it up, and there's his old sheriff's badge with the old like six-shooter. And I'm like, yes. And then the next scene at the next house is when we get the broken yeah. arrow theme for just one second. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> it's so funny. He's, he's real Steve fast is... too. Oh yeah. They're uh, like we can't Sam afford this. Sam or whatever. whatever. <laughs> Sam or whatever
3: arrives arrives at that house. <laughs> but they're all going somewhere. Sam arrives at that house, right? And then he's mm-hmm. like, boom! Right? He's like, there. I'm helping you. I'm like, did yeah. he use this teleporter? you hey, <laughs> got fast.
4: And then, of course, I, I like the idea. I like when uh, Jack Quaid's like, this guy is having bourbon for breakfast maybe we shouldn't let him have a gun uh mm-hmm. they go in of course and then this is where the the meta-ness of everything starts kicking into high gear where everyone accuses everyone of doing everything and then someone talks about recalls and someone talks about this and this and my old boomer brain just goes just tell me the killer who is the killer
1: we get but heather do... materazzo back for a yes. very short cameo yeah. yeah.
4: amazing amazing <laughs> that she's the mom and i want to give a shout out to um i forget what the the twins i forget oh yeah what the sister was in but Mindy. the brother was in book smart and he was really good in that movie and he's a good he's yeah yeah mm-hmm. both of them were great in this. they were good i enjoyed and them a lot i liked her as the new randy character who was sort of like embodied the spirit of randy but with that gen z you know that thing that gen Zers do where What's you're just hair? like wow you just don't care about anything there's <laughs> you care about nothing it
1: looks like nothing she... makes oh happy. she's in yellow jackets
4: yes oh, she... that's oh. right she plays the she's one of the younger she's kids so. right yeah, yeah I'm oh,
1: got
3: the leftovers, I guess. She's also in uh, Grey's Anatomy.
4: As McQueenie? With McSteamy. There you go. Mm-hmm. Whatever one he is. Um, Sam, <laughs> they of course say, Sam, you're the killer. And Sam's like, I can't, I can't be the killer, or whatever. And then she leaves. Uh, meanwhile, over at uh, Deputy Judy or Sheriff Judy's house, Wes might get killed and Judy drives really uh, fast. And then when she runs up, she gets killed by, by Ghostface. And it's really, really heartbreaking cuz, I mean, listen, guys. Ghostface takes me out at night. That's on me, right? That's on me. Corners are dark. I'm not really paying, you know, Tim, my night blindness. Mm -hmm. But you take me out in broad fucking daylight in front of my house, (laughs) that's that's fucked up. That ain't gonna happen. Fucked up. Yeah, RIP
0: Judy, man. But you know what? I'm okay with her going. I felt like it was right. I felt like we needed a death. We needed a death that mattered. And so there you go. I want, I always want more
4: of Judy because I will always hold a special place in my heart for that actress because she was Wendy Corn, and that's amazing in the same lot.
3: It was this scene was weird for me, and you can shut me up if you're a little tired of me chiming in. But this this no, was also in. one of the things that I thought were weird for me because they had all this build up with her racing home to get to him. Then they had him walking around the house with that stalkerish vibe, with a lot of the false oh music sting. Oh, I'm opening the fridge. I'm opening the closet like a bunch of times, and then it all culminates in him just like getting stabbed in the throat. Like it, there is no cat and mouse kind of vibe that I feel like we've seen in other screams. Like, I think one of the things I love is that the killer will like appear, charge, miss, get his knife stuck, trip, fall. Like there's none of that. And it feels like it was exemplified in this scene because there's a fun way where you could have done it, where you have Judy racing to get back to him. He does all that stuff. You're like, Oh my gosh, he's going to, you still think at this point, he's going to kill the kid. Right. Right. But then he opens the front door and sees Judy dead on the ground, and he's like, and you, the audience, are like, "Holy shit!" Like she was trying to get in, and he mm-hmm. killed her in the front. And then when he turns, like, I don't know. It's just this movie didn't really have much cat and mouse. Ghostface isn't clumsy enough in this one. Not even clumsy. Like Ghostface just kind of like appears, stabs, mm-hmm. and then just, just leaves. Saying, well, in the oh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna
4: say I do want to give a shout out to Amber, who, when she's in the Ghostface costume, is six foot four.
3: She <laughs> is six foot
2: four and grunts like a man. That
4: and is. grunts like a man. <laughs> is, yeah, yeah. Uh, and can and, li- and can physically lift Dewey, Dewey into yeah. the air with two knives. I was yeah, like, yeah. damn, this girl's doing some CrossFit shit.
2: Yeah, uh, I was a bit bummed about Judy's death because, to the point of this movie being a little bit lacking in the camp, I felt like Judy in Scream Four. She's so like, so much personality, character. Yeah. yeah um and then they she's not i remember the
4: shot where she's just standing in the background of the dark you're like dude what are you doing she's
2: just so toned down in this one yeah um and you know change you yeah i didn't really get the full judy i felt like
4: well Mm -hmm. i also like i also thought the kid that was uh the kid from 13 reasons why the guy that played wes i thought he was one of the one of the standout for the cast for me so killing him off earlier i was like oh it's unfortunate uh but someone's gotta die guys because this ain't a fucking tax movie this is scream <laughs> meanwhile ghostface though, let's see at the hospital tara and richie are attacked by ghostface who is subsequently injured by an arriving dewey uh sam tara and richie escape but dewey stays in an attempt to finish ghostface off once and for all and the second that elevator door closed and that and he turned around and he had his hero moment tim audibly like hype yelled out loud because we all knew what was coming we're like dude gonna die and this is dude like his but like moment. it was
0: just such a moment like they they made him a badass and it's like bad nobody mo- wanted dewey to be a badass and they did this I sequel did. requel thing where it's like boom we're just doing this we're giving him his moment he's slow-mo he has his fucking gun with the close-ups on the gun and shit i'm like that, what that, are that, you doing and then they immediately just fucking kill him i'm like
4: <laughs>
1: what no and I, it was a I brutal it. double stab thing i was like oh poor.
4: I mean, again. Well, I guess we did see his ba- his body coming out of body bag. But hey, we thought Kirby was dead. Maybe Dewey will come back in this in the next one. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to the fact that as the killer killed Dewey, uh, she said it's an honor, mm-hmm. which I feel like was actually just kind of like a. Hey, it's actually an honor to be the person that would have taken this character, like to to to, to kind of sunset David Arquette's character in this. I actually yeah. thought that mm-hmm. was really nice. I mean, they're me stab said. fans. Like that's their motivation yeah. is that they're toxic yeah. stab fans. Like I, I just I, mean in like, in like real life, I feel like that was the filmmakers being like, thanks for your service, David Arquette. You've oh, been yeah. awesome in this mm-hmm. series. I, that, that's how I took it at least. Cause I was like, like, like I, I think Dewey's my favorite character in this whole movie and the whole series. I just love David Arquette's goofiness, and uh, I think the rest of the movie kind of misses out on that to at least... He's like the heart like... of Scream,
1: yeah. and so yeah, to have true. him gone halfway through was it a was tough, big blow.
4: Um, but the story continues. Uh... <sighs> Uh, Sydney and Gale arrive at the hospital to learn of Dewey's death. Uh, Courtney Cox has a good moment here, where she cries in the seat. Um, uh, Sydney approaches Sam and asks for her help on stopping the killer, but she's like, "Nope, I'm gonna do what everyone should fucking do in these movies. I'm gonna grab my sister, my boyfriend, and GTF out." Uh, Sydney places of course a tracker on Richie's car which we never see and we're like where'd you get that tracker from but I do love the line where Dewey was like Sydney do you have a gun and she's like I'm Sydney fucking Prescott of course I have a gun and I always <laughs> have one gun she has that cool case with two guns James like we're gonna have one day we move in together where it's like oh, two yeah. guns side by side <laughs> yeah. and you pull them both out and it's gonna be peace and make her um, right. But she put the tracker on the car. And then, of course, the kids get in the car. And they're like, we got to get the hell out of here. Uh, but, uh, pff, man, uh, Tara, like teenagers do, they just leave their stuff everywhere. Forgets her inhaler.
3: This is another thing that kills
4: me is because if they left, I'd be like, this
3: is a different direction. We're going in a different... Like, if they left Woodsboro mm-hmm. and then the movie had to figure out how to keep being scary and pursue them somewhere else, I'd be like, yeah. oh, that's new. That's different. But then they do the, the stupidest horror movie trope thing, which is no, they go to the killer's house. Like, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's,
4: it's, it's to me, it's, I'm right there with you, where if the choice was go back to a well-lit hospital where we where there's a full-on police scene happening because someone was just killed here and the killer's absolutely not gonna return here and just walking up and being like, hey, can I get an inhaler for my sister real quick? She was the one, like, someone would've done it for you. That would've just, been like a 30-minute yeah. turnaround right there and you weren't that far away from the hospital. But instead they're like, no, let's drive out to, I mean, you have to imagine, halfway down that remote road, they were like, this was a bad choice. This was a bad mistake.
3: But again, back to how good Jack Quaid is in this it, it like he went later on when he reveals he had the thing and he's like, I can't believe that worked. That's like me playing like Secret Hitler. You know, <laughs> like when you like win someone over in that game, and at the end, you reveal what happened. You're like, I can't believe that play worked." That's why he's so good in this. And it's just like, but it still feels weird that like the movie is trying to get away with being like, No, in this movie, we drive away. Mm -hmm. But then they go to Stu's house, and they don't drive away, and they all get out of the car and go in for no reason.
4: They go in, and it's completely silly. But I will say the reveal of it being Stu's house, because I think they did a really good job of shooting it. And, of course, you know, uh, the the twins get stabbed. All this stuff happens. um, The guy goes down outside, which I thought was a brutal death. Actually, he's not dead. Um, And then, of course... As she turns around when they realize where they're like she realizes where they're at as Sydney's like oh my god look where they're going and calls her and says you're in Stu's house and Sam turns around and, and the camera kind of pans out for the first time yeah. you see the foyer and the staircase the iconic staircase and then you're
0: like oh no this was a bad idea um but Dude, then of course... I, I like turned my brain off i don't know how because i'm usually really attuned to this shit i'm noticing fucking kirby youtube videos of the suggested thing until that moment i didn't realize it was the house they and i don't know it, i don't oh. know
4: how they, I did. they purposely shot around yeah. they shot it from different angles than the first one um to make sure you, you never got a
1: full
2: like,
4: yeah. wide well, shot
3: it's
1: super and, close
2: yeah. and so it was very
4: dark, dimly lit with like leds so you wouldn't Instead have seen of... like, the walls
2: instead of going to the fridge in the garage this time it's going to the fridge in the basement. How many fucking this is mm.
4: irresponsible. Refrigerators take up a lot of power. You can't have 3 refrigerators. And maybe they were like, "Hey, remember that time that uh, uh what's your name got killed in the garage? Let's let's move the let's move the the, yeah. the fridge down to what even scared Put it the, place, the, house. the
2: basement." Yeah.
4: <laughs> Uh, we get a lot of nods, of course, in this scene to the original, where they're watching now that movie. Fr- the scene of stab—that's a recreation of this scene from the original scream—and now we're watching that. So there's like three layers of meta happening here at the same time. I was a little disappointed though when we watched the recreation of that scene that they didn't pull bigger actors for it because yeah, it's one of the f-
3: Rodriguez film, you know, is a big but, movie.
4: But one of the things that I loved was seeing Tori Spelling. And Heather Graham and, Heather, yeah. and all these great, like all these like mm-hmm. banger of like like actors of that era that were like kind of hot but kind of on the way out from for a time. And then I just didn't recognize anyone in the scene. And maybe that's me. Maybe these are actors that are super contemporary and stuff that I just don't know. But I would have liked to have seen someone of that ilk be in this. Someone funnier because the guy that was Randy didn't pop out to me at all as being mm-hmm. anyone. Would have actually amazing. How would Jane you do that?
3: Because you'd have to.
2: I would have gotten Timothy Chalamet. But it
4: wouldn't make sense because Timothy
3: Chalamet couldn't have been (laughs) in a movie with Heather Graham. The timing Mm. doesn't work out. There's
4: no way to make it
1: work. People from like you. Yeah, you need like Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that would have been amazing. Yeah, Brendan Fraser.
1: Yeah, I'm with
0: you, that having more fun stunt casting would have been great there, but I am just such a sucker for the movie within a movie stuff and seeing more (laughs) of Stab one. It's like, oh, this is just this is just so fun.
4: That's why I argued so hard to have the third one so high on the list because I just feel like that was a fun twist. It was a it was a fun movie. It's silly and fun. Uh, up until the end, where it where it becomes a haunted mansion movie. But I digress. Let's go back to this party. Uh, everything goes down, uh, and uh, Amber reveals herself to be the killer. We do have that little switcheroo where Tara's tied up. Tara's tied up in the um, upstairs thing, and you're like, "Oh my god, is Sam going to release her or not?" We don't know because it's been put in our brain that maybe she is one of the killers. We've seen it before, uh, and then it all squares Nick, away. At least,
2: I'm sorry. I know we're ahead of this in the plot, but can I just just speak really quickly to when um one of the twins I forget his name Chad Chad is the twins oh Chad okay so when Chad like goes outside looking for Liv and they're tracking each other's phones Mm -hmm. just recently we had a conversation with a friend of ours who was talking about how her Gen Z sister like does this with her boyfriend where they like share their locations and stuff and like Mm -hmm. all their friends do this and I'm like we would never do that no
0: like me, it's, me it's a- and my my friend group all have each other on 5 a friends. Do you? Oh, yeah, like Gia, Gia's sister. It's a very selective group, but yeah, it's, fun. it's, it's weird, just it's fun to be like, Oh, hey, why are you around there? That's cool. This we is no offense to any of you surprise guys. Surprise lunches every once in a while.
4: <laughs> no offense to any of you guys, but the second this camera turns off I'm in a world all to myself I don't want you to know where I'm at I don't want to know where you're at you live your own life we'll bring it back to the table next time you podcast or and or drink at a bar in Vancouver or Toronto
0: yeah the, the last holdout was my, my friend James Burke who we finally got course, on and we forced course. him to do it because he is infamously late like every single time we're doing anything and so now we know when he's yeah, like not okay,
3: okay. yeah. to leave
0: yeah, my house in mean, five minutes 30 minutes past we're like you're at fucking home James yeah, <laughs> <we don't laughs> see you bro.
2: Joey, do you think, how do you feel about the tracker? A lot of
1: my cousins who are like five or six years younger than me are all about it. And I'm like, you guys are weird. Like, I do not need to have all these people knowing where I am at all no, times. I don't need so either. I am not a fan of Find My Friends. The only time I do it is if like I'm traveling or something like that and then it's more of like a safety thing but yeah
4: like, i could see that i could see that I don't like don't if, need if to have it yeah. on
1: also it's, in this day and age it would just be here and that's not very exciting i know that's it. the
4: saddest thing is well, the real reason is because i just don't want you guys to know that i never leave the house <laughs> yeah it's bathroom <laughs> Bathroom, <laughs> couch, bathroom, couch, bathroom, he's, couch. he's been in the same 400 square feet for 14 <laughs> yeah. days. So we should call someone and have him go knock on Nick's door. We need real a talk sometimes track. I have to force myself to leave the house at night just yeah. to go get a coffee or something cuz I just yeah. don't, I feel like I have whole days where I don't leave this yeah. room. Couch,
3: bathroom, yuck, yucks, then back to bathroom. <laughs> yuck, yucks, oh, yeah. that's amazing.
4: Uh, of course, Amber reveals herself to be the killer. Sydney, and uh, we don't know who the second killer is just yet. Uh, Sydney, oh, she shoots uh, what? Uh, the girl in the head, uh, Sydney. That was and brutal. Y- that was brutal. <laughs> uh, Sydney, she's like, yeah. She's like, see, I could have totally been the killer. You thought I was boring. She's like, I know you're not the killer because I am. Bye, you are boring, girl. Uh, shoots her in the head, and then Sydney and Gail arrive. And I love this. I love this scene because they go. They immediately get out. They go to the back. Sydney opens up the cool case, the Porter Brace case. Takes out two guns. Hands one to Gail, Goes, are you ready? And she goes, for this, never. never. And then they just. <laughs> and then they look toward the house. And we get that beautiful wide shot of them walking in, and they lock the fuck in. Something clicks in them, and they're like, "Let's go kill this motherfucker once and for all." And then Amber comes out, and she goes, "I'm shot. I'm shot." And of course, the audience knows. Oh no, she's the killer. Don't trust her. And uh, they don't even skip beat. They're like, "What do you think? Trap? Yeah, that's totally a trap." And she goes, "Fuck it." And so they start just shooting at each other. Now, I'll say this though: if you think it's a trap. Aim your gun first. This, yeah. is, the, this is the first yeah. kind of rule of all of this stuff. Aim your gun at the... Per- Dewey, when you're walking up, aim your fucking gun at you. you got six shots, start shooting the thing in the head. Also, just go for the head, Dewey. We learned this after screen they, three.
3: They, they, that's what kills me about this movie is they all know. They state that they know, and then they still do the thing that you would they do if do you didn't thing. know. So it's like that scene that scene of them being so badass culminates in Courtney Cox getting shot in the belly. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, <laughs> like Shot like, in I'm the like, belly.
3: That, but how would should work it should have been it's she she should have come out it's it. a trap boom they blow her away and then now there's another killer so, like right, yeah. that, it's just, was
4: weird. that would have been great um instead she gets shot she goes down for a convenient amount of time uh sydney goes in and starts blasting holes in every door she blasts a hole in the original <laughs> closet door which i thought which was great cool. she's yeah, the cool. closet door in the hallway or the, in the entryway she's, fuck you there's probably someone in there and then eventually wings um shoots richie in the leg And Richie's like, damn it. But of course, then Richie reveals himself to be the killer. And apparently, when you reveal yourself to be the killer, bullet wounds no longer matter because he just (laughs) runs around for the rest of his time like it didn't matter. Uh, But thankfully, Tim, when bullet wounds don't matter on one side, in order to keep equilibrium, you have to make sure that bullet wounds and stab wounds don't matter on the other side because Nev Campbell gets stabbed and Mm. and, uh, Gail was shot. And by the end of it, it's like they just finished a yoga class everyone looks great they're standing upright their posture is good their mobility is great uh but except the for
0: adrenaline tara yeah. tara okay. who, i love the classic scream thing of her coming back and the way she comes back is awesome I, you're about to get to it
4: uh of course uh, uh amber of course first gets uh of amber's last to say a glass bottle of hand sanitizer to the face, little nod to COVID, uh, and then <laughs> somehow accidentally turns the stove on and then somehow accidentally gets her head and whole body lit on fire and then gets shot and goes down. Well,
3: because they pass
4: the torch. Right yeah. yeah. The there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh we did miss the fact that the whole point of this was that it was a it's a commentary on they're gonna they're, they have to it's a Toxic fandom. The fans need something, they need they need real life inspiration. So the whole purpose of them doing this film is that Richie and Amber are trying to write another real life story uh in the scream, uh, a chapter in the scream, a uh, stab franchise, so they can actually make a good movie that doesn't revolve around Ghostface in a silver mask, sleeveless. And I guess maybe it was Vin Diesel, we don't know. Um <laughs> I don't love the... this. I don't what's up?
2: Oh, sorry. Sorry, finish. Sorry. I was gonna say
4: I don't love this motivation again. I thought that was disappointing to me. I thought that was like kind of a I understand it goes along with the themes. I just thought oh kind of a letdown, but it's hard to have that first that that magic the first one did. At least what were you gonna say? Uh,
2: you know, there's a couple other little nods. There's uh Tara's in the closet tied up like Sydney's like the dad. dad was. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. I actually I, I saw when I saw her walking toward the closet, I thought, oh, Sam and Tara's mom is who's in London is going to be in this closet because there hasn't been an adult in this movie. <laughs> so, oh, this must explain it why she wouldn't fly across the, you know, Atlantic to get it's back weird. when her daughter's <sighs> almost murdered. Is. um, but no, she has business. Uh, so she can't come back. And then I think, like the whole her catching fire. Um, you know, I was trying the whole movie. I was trying to remember where I knew her from, and it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She's one of the Manson.
4: Oh, lovers, wow. and she
2: gets lit on fire she gets in that. Set, and yes. set on fire and Good shot that's
4: Right. So-
2: yeah. She's typecast. She's now. She's, she's fired. <laughs> that's that's her thing. That's wow. her name.
4: Uh, Of course, she gets lit on fire, goes down, and then uh, Richie and uh, Sam square off. Uh, as as Nev and uh, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, and uh, man, Richie gets the beat on her, and Richie's like, "I'm going to kill you." And then somehow, after 20 years, nobody noticed that knife under the curtain except for the ghost of Skeetle Rich, who go who gives her the <laughs> nod. Go ahead and murder this man.
3: I don't understand the intention of what they're trying to tell me with this. Because I think the, the idea, lesson-
4: what go I ahead, the lesson it. that I gleaned from this was she needs to accept her past. But how they delivered it was: it's okay to be a serial killer, guys. Yeah, it's, it's 2022. You can be whatever
0: you You're want. Just, to be and people, some have people
1: are just you. destined to be serial killers. It's it's she, just yeah, every,
0: it was hard. Any, yeah, any I mean, other thing? She's not thing. a serial killer. It's, yeah, it's defense. Yeah, like, so unless, she, unless, Wait, she, unless she goes out there and like, it turns into a serial killer. Like well, I, 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 She's a murderer, sure. <laughs> Well, sure, but no, I think I mean, it's
3: more the the movie frames it in such a way that she has to tap into her innate serial killer instincts to yes. survive, which yes. doesn't make any sense because it's sperm. Um, <laughs> but yes. so, but the fact that she dives on him, stabs him a thousand times, yeah. he's begging and pleading, and then she slits his throat with like like a glow in her mm-hmm. eyes. I'm like, that's not how it works, and I don't know what you're trying to explain to I me. I love like, it. I love it. Like because it's, he goes, it's "What f- fun." At the cost of think, making any fucking well,
2: sense. to to counter that. I mean, I guess she's someone that's been that's been running away from her identity Past. her yeah. entire life. So now they're like, you know, she's she's Embracing it. To terms with it. But
3: yeah, but her identity is who she grew up as sure. not not the father who she never met, who had sex yeah. with her mom. Like that's Would the la- you
2: have preferred that Skeet wasn't de-aged and in the no, movie? No
3: Listen, I'll take
2: it for Skeet. I'll take yeah. I'll take it for Skeet.
3: And also the scene where he's in the rear view mirror is like, what is this movie? Um, but uh, I'll take it just so that Skeet could have come back, but I still think it was very weird, a very weird thing to put in a movie. It's just like an unclear, very muddy theme it was, payoff.
4: I'm with thing. James on this, but I do I think it culminates with her I I like the image of her I think she's a great job just stabbing the shit out of him and just letting 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 uh the the, the beast out but then him uh, Richie going what about my ending and she goes here's your fucking ending and then slitting his throat slowly I was like damn worth it I mean
0: and that's again. the thing too is like it it look I'm not saying it's the best thing ever but it works for me because I feel like with that whole death like this it's not so much the serial killer side as much as it is that stab is as big of a deal in this world as it is. And we know it to be. And in Woodsboro, it is a huge deal. Like even in four, we saw they do their yearly Halloween or it wasn't the anniversary. I don't even remember. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like the watches, the marathons of, of stab and all that stuff. Like stab is such a big deal that like, I, I buy the fact that like, when you're in this situation, you're going to have a little fun killing this motherfucker. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, it's just kind of like that they're, they're fans at the end of the day, to some extent. Mm -hmm. it's it's Uh,
3: equally cliched but i feel like there's a way to do it where she's being tormented by skeet this whole movie and then at the end she sees him as she's about to do something she might regret later on right like slaughter this person like a pig and then and then sees him and decides that's not who she is that's not who defines her and who she's gonna be lets him live giving him one last chance to scare and then she does something defensive like that's what they've kind of already established as Sydney being the thing like mm-hmm. that's how you salvage her as still being a hero right
0: mm-hmm. and then it's
3: like oh, okay she she made the right choice and that so now she, the ghost of skeet can float away because she isn't like him you see him go to heaven having, yeah, having the opportunity to unthink herself, she did I Wait just, a <laughs> for me
4: the, for me the conflicting part was like there's a moment where She looks right and and she sees the ghost of of, of Billy and and Skeet is Gives him the and for some reason, I got a flashback spoilers for Ghostbusters Afterlife of Harold Ramis as a ghost being like. And I'm like, what (laughs) is this just going to be a thing now? And everybody is,
3: I think it is a thing now,
4: like he is
2: still alive.
4: It's it's true. It's true, (laughs) Uh, but it shout out to the de-aging effect. Uh, Speeding right along here, they. Uh, of course she kills him. And then, uh, but, but Nev Campbell and, and Gail, uh, Weathers tell her what he's like, she's like, you can't walk away. You always got to shoot him in the head. Cause they always come back for one more scare, but it's not Richie that come, Richie's pretty much dead. His, his throat is open. He's not coming back. Uh, but who does come back is a half burnt to a crisp Amber who runs at them, uh, with a knife and Tara just canoes her head with the Beretta that uh, was dropped by, uh, Sydney. And she says, uh, Babadook is still my favorite horror movie which
3: no one knows none of the people that are around her know what she's talking about when she's no, I'd be like,
4: she, we got to get her to the hospital. <laughs> she's she now needs psychiatric. To, care. She's
3: talking to nobody.
2: She has a concussion.
3: And they do also still, even though his throat was slit shoot, uh Richie like five more times.
1: Yeah, they unload in- like oh a- right, right, right. She unloads the clip. <laughs> anyway. yeah. Yeah.
4: Good point, good point. Uh, outside we see the characters that were fortunate enough to survive, which is mostly just uh, Tara, Mindy, and Chad still alive. One second he's like I, I made mm-hmm. it. I'm a jock. This is why you should work out, ladies and gentlemen. You can get stabbed 400 times, still live, doesn't matter. Uh, they're all taken to the hospital as Sam thanks Sydney and Gail for their help uh she says now you've got something good to write about and gail's like i'm not gonna write about this i don't want to i want these people to just they, they want notoriety i don't want to give them the satisfaction i want them to just be obscure for their you know she's seen this three, obscurity. Yeah. uh exactly uh she goes but i do know someone i do want to write about i think i want to write about you know the person that used to be the sheriff of this town he was a good man and it's a touching yeah. a really touching moment it's touching um,
3: except when she gets to the end of the book and goes and then she and then he was killed by amber and richie Right. <laughs> You're like, hey. It's like more scream.
4: Uh, and then the the camera pulls out just like it did in the first one as news reporters are reporting the murders in front of the house. And that is Scream. Five cream. And then Thank it you. plays
3: real peppy music and then it does the the face images like the whatever happened to from the first movie or whatever, yeah right? like, in the original
4: yeah. scream font which i liked where it was like yeah, oh yeah, it's yeah.
3: so 90s it so was good. very 90s yeah.
4: it
0: definitely is let's get into a little thing i like to call ragu bagu da 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 ragu da 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 da
4: Bagu. What's up everybody? Welcome to Rad Guys Talk Bad Guys for the Scream universe right now on the list. I'm stalling for time. Here we are. We found it. We got Billy and Stu and Peer Pressure from Scream 1. <laughs> number two, Jill and Charlie from Scream 4. Number three, Aunt Jackie and Mickey uh, and Revenge from Scream 2. And number four, uh, bottoming out of the list there is Roman from Scream 3 who was just kind of terrible. Where do we want to put Richie and Amber and Toxic... Random. I go number three.
1: I, I, I think it's above Aunt Jackie.
4: Okay. Yeah. James and Elise, what say ye? I, I put it above Roman.
2: I, I think I would also put it above Roman. I don't know about Aunt Jackie because, like, I I think Jack Wade was such a fun killer, but her motivation of, like, your, you know, your mother had an affair with my husband, and I ended my marriage. I lost my son, who's longer, no longer alive. That's huge motivation. And as we all know, um, what's his face? Who was her Uh, co-killer?
4: Timothy Oliphant. Uh,
2: Timothy Oliphant is just a delight in real life. In all the interviews we see him in. (laughs) True, Uh, true.
4: You know what? For that reason and that reason alone. Richie and Amber, go to number four. There you go.
1: Are we're not going to talk about how great Jack Quaid is in real life. <laughs> like, we're pulling in Timothy Oliphant in real
4: life. Listen, listen, Jack Quaid did our podcast. So that's points against him right there. He <laughs> <laughs> no, no, oh, oh, to have calls. In yeah, yeah, to make Timothy
3: calls. No, Again, I, I'm going on motivation too. Cause like, I think, I think that Richie character was great underutilized in this film there's a there's a different movie that i think we get a cooler take on this character because he kind Ah. of was just a retread of timothy oliphant i just really like stab and i'm crazy kind of thing
4: i think i do i will say jack quaid did a great job of like fully halfway through and and doing the roller coaster of that so for that alone he might want to rank maybe i'll change that what do we think let's vote on this who thinks are better than real
0: quick i just want to say like i feel like the 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 motives are more complex but slightly convoluted when it comes to stream two and three i like how simple this was and it just like it is what it is which is these are toxic fans that want the franchise to be something different and it like adds up in a way that just that's all you really need to know whereas the other ones it's like he's related to this person they're mad about this and in the past there was these videos and like it's just like it's too much for me where i'm like i i liked what we got from this and i liked the kills and all that shit as well so but nowhere near as much as one and four. So, All right, I'm changing my vote. We're going to put him at three.
4: That's what we're going to put. <laughs> Amber and Richie, Scream 5. Then we have Aunt Jackie and Mickey and Revenge Scream 2. And then bottoming out the list is Roman and Nick, us uh, Nick, from Screen 3. Just so you know, that's not how voting works. You're changing. You're just deciding. Well, already bo- Nick, but well, if, I think Nick's oh, oh, You were, you oh, were the swing vote? I'm sorry, sorry yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wagging the dog. Is that a term? I'm wagging the dog. Wagging right the dog? <laughs>
3: hey, if you're wagging the dog over there, does that count as our premature ejaculation? <laughs> segment
1: to we went to?
4: <laughs> I think it might, actually. I forgot about that. I think it might. There you go.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> That's for the one listener that wanted that bit back. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's now time to rank the Scream Cinematic Universe. Currently, number one, Scream One. Number two, Scream Three. Number three, Scream Four. And number four, Scream Two.
1: I can't believe we ranked Scream three at number two. I can't believe it. I can't either.
0: believe, can't believe we did either. Time. I'm and and so Elise, proud. Shocked.
1: What were we? I'm so, so proud.
0: We love that I'm movie. So me
3: and Elise shocked. were in. Sure no, I'm I did too. I'm with Tim on this one. I I don't remember how I voted at the time, but I am
4: shocked that this is. I where think we it was me,
1: Elise, and Nick yeah, that I think so. put it at number two. I was two. so
4: in. I love, I love that.
0: I love that they got all those 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 actors I'm a from the 90s camp, man. It was so campy and so fun. It's fun. I mean, I love Scream three. I just think that when we're ranking them, it doesn't come anywhere near. Scream one and four for sure. Hey man, it's movie about too. movies. We love movies about movies, I, and I love it a lot too. The, Scream two is the only one on these that I don't love.
2: I think the question is: Is this a better? Is this going to go above Scream two? I think I don't think yes. this is going to go above four. Is it going to go above two? I don't, Charlie Connolly. It's true. I don't know. I'm writing it she's down because a- I'm
4: stupid. No, scream, sc- Scream think, Three. Let's think
2: back to Scream Two because, like, we got Dewey and we got full dude drop. We well, got Sidney it- Haw- with a <laughs> great Bob haircut. Scream yeah, Two introduced
3: the Broken Arrow song.
2: We got the Broken Arrow soundtrack. We got Sydney's at college, away from Woodsboro, but she's in the drama department.
3: You get the shocking. You get the shocking uh, kill of Randy. Mother no one saw God. that
4: coming. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the the it comes back to like when when I'm always. And i'm always conflicted about where to put these like which one do i want to watch again yeah and i don't think that i want to watch either of them again but if i had to <laughs> yeah, go yeah. into my head yeah. i think i would probably want to watch the one with the original cast because that to me is the more endearing i like i think i think i come down to maybe wanting to rank this below two which is not really because I watched wow. it at the theater. I was like, maybe I thought I watched it at the theater. I was like, maybe I'll maybe I'll put it. We had above this conversation
1: four. with Nick or yeah. I did, where I was like, I think I want to put the. I'm debating before or above two, and I think
4: yeah, that's. I think for me, at. I'd
1: rather rewatch two.
4: Well, it's God. also hard because we just love the theater.
1: Is
2: I I mean I kind of want I think I would rewatch this one sooner than two just because I want to take it in again because I've seen two a billion times. Yeah,
0: this movie's good. But- Scream 2 is not good that's that's the the thing for me looking at this list it's like this movie is five is better than three I enjoy three and I I I love three but it's not better than four but having said that I I can't put this one above four like I it's not that much better than three that I would vote it above four in this list so I I would vote it at number four above Scream 2 but I think that there's a sizable drop underneath it to get down to two
4: yeah, I mean, as far as production values and actual seriousness, I would agree with you. Like, I do think this movie was well made. I think the scares mm-hmm. were better than the scares. I don't think there were any scares in Scream 2. I think it was just like, except for the moment where, was that the one where they had to climb over the killer in the car? Because that was a good scene. James. Oh. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. No question in my mind, this is my bottom scream.
1: Well, no and debate. I also like the opening no of Scream 2 so well of them being in the theater well, the and theater, everything. The glory hole with the dildo the th-
3: Yeah,
0: it was I think better, <laughs> it was better scary movie.
3: I think 2 is pretty boring. And I think it's, it's it's the, we discussed it before, it's the clunky bridge between getting to the camp that we all seem to really enjoy in Screen 3. It's mm-hmm. clunky, but at the very least, it had some interesting things to add to the conversation as it pertains to sequels and how you up the ante in the next films that actually it delivered on that meta and- discussion. I just, I got nothing from this.
2: movie. something I didn't want to say in the spoiler, in the non-spoiler discussion was, while the kills were very gory in this one, I didn't feel like they were very inventive. But in Scream 2, we've got the knife through the hole in the theater. We've got. We can't forget about Sarah Michelle Geller. I do want
4: to point Road out to there was the not. A, there was, the I want to point out there was not a glory hole in any any of the scream movies. I just. Right. I just want at least to know that there was no <laughs> hole. At least it yeah. was not a hole. No, I remember
3: thing. it pretty specifically because he gets his ear tickled first. I
4: remember it. No, no, that's <laughs> a scary movie. That's yeah,
1: the yeah first no, scary no movie. I think. He...
0: <laughs> All All right, I well. Where where are you putting it? You I going?
1: think I'm putting it under two. Wow.
0: Okay. And then Nick, were you voting? Uh, I'm. I mean, Tim, you're not wrong.
4: This is a much better movie than two, as far as just the raw mechanics of it it's a better made movie to be the scares or scarier, but at least isn't wrong either. Did we have shirtless greased up Jerry O'Connell tied to a-, a That's a, not a, what a we're thing? ranking
0: in this show. <laughs> I
4: mean, yeah, we're ranking. Rossi,
2: Tim, heavy you on the have eyebrows. To, Tim, you gotta
4: take it all in. It's, it, you gotta, you gotta through the whole- Yes, world, you think. do, Nick. Yes, you, you do. I the whole world- Think world about this. Think about what no. you're doing here. <laughs> I, I, I will, I, yeah, I'll put it above two. I'll put, I'd put it, at, I'd put it at number four.
0: at least i I'll put it above two. Lease it all do it comes great. down to you.
4: No, no.
2: <laughs>
3: so so right now it's it's two votes for above four and two votes for above no, above oh no, two votes for alo- above two and two votes for below two. Okay, uh, is the lease is also we get here. the
1: redemption of cotton,
3: yeah, in the oh, second oh one. Oh my gosh, the cotton plot, cotton, cotton plot. You got enough cotton to weave a sweater. <laughs> wow, wow,
1: and like I'm
2: just. I'm just thinking about how, like, we get we get Sydney gets the necklace from Jerry O'Connell. The necklace appears in the next movie. I I didn't and see. And he the sings in, in the
1: cafeteria. Come on.
2: I I think that I think that at the
3: very least two, for as clunky and bad as it is, are the characters that I like to watch doing the things that they that yeah. I like seeing them do. And I, again. Tim, if you have, I think you should, I'm not trying to solo because I got, I'm in her ear right now. Yeah, you ear can right now.
1: petition so, too. So, for so your Tim, spot. I want,
3: I think you should also make a case as well. So, so
2: there's a scene in the classroom, they're in the classroom and they're talking about, there's, there are no good uh, sequels, like second movies in a trilogy and oh, The Godfather too. And there's another act, there's someone else that's in that scene, I feel like. Oh, Joshua
1: Jackson. Joshua Jackson oh. in there for no reason.
0: Right. Oh, Tim, please, the floor is yours just i mean james said it himself like two is bad at this one in my opinion this one's good like those words i think should say a lot like but the biggest thing for me is like i get three three is fun two has fun moments but it doesn't do them that well the whole time like it doesn't commit to that three commits to it and that's why three is good even though it's a bad movie it's a good movie for what is going for i don't think two is i
2: haven't seen the movie last night no
0: no, Kevin. Oh, Kevin. I tried. Kevin you,
4: were trying to throw,
3: you were trying to throw Kevin under the bus for this. I tried one. to bribe no
4: Kevin to come to the movie with cookies, and he just—he's like, "I'll just take the cookies now." And I was like,
2: yeah, "Okay." The cookies <laughs> the I don't—I don't know if I can make this call. Is it? Is two chat decide.
4: I'll vote for no. <laughs> at least. this is on your shoulders, and this is a oh, big deal.
0: This please. is a big deal.
2: It was gonna hate me forever. No, <laughs> yeah, well,
4: it's great. This I'll
3: love it though. you five. The, the, here's the thing. I like, even though I didn't like it as much as Tim, I totally understand why Tim, the reason, yeah. the re- it's not like, th- it's Wait, not like okay. I, I'm like, why are you saying this, so we, Tim? All of them are completely valid. That's why I
2: love the yeah. so much.
0: I'm not talking about it. Like I talk about Scream 4, I love Scream 4. I do yeah. not love this movie.
2: Yeah, we put the I just bad think it's guys, good. we put the bad guys above uh, Aunt Jackie.
4: We yes. did, we ended up we putting them above Aunt Jackie. Only cause Aunt, ja- I need mean, to be honest, Aunt Jackie was like, you saw that one coming from a while away. You're like they got Aunt Jackie in this and she's kind of being she's acting real weird yeah, the she's dicey. Time.
2: Okay, I'm sorry to I I'm gonna I'm gonna put this up just because Aunt Jackie got the dub, I'm gonna put this <laughs> above Scream or no, I'm gonna put Scream two above five.
0: Damn scream. There you go. Final rankings of the Scream universe so far. I'm sure we're going to get more movies out of it. I'm hey, going to text hey. you after this, Tim. This, this list you know? is ridiculous. But number one, Scream one, number two, Scream three, number yeah. three, Scream four, number four, Scream two, and number five. Scream five, excuse me, this is one of the most bonkers fucking in review lists I have ever seen yeah. at the end of it all. But you yeah. know what? Scream That's the three. beauty of in Scream review. Three. You Scream get people. Three. Yeah, Scream three, Shout out to
1: Scream three <laughs> for
0: sure. <laughs> but uh man, you got to love it. You got to love this show. It's the process. You got to respect the process, everybody. But let us know in the comments below what your rankings of the Scream universe are. I know a lot of people might not be able to watch Scream five yet. I do think you should go see it. Uh, uh, when you get a chance, maybe not in theaters, but do watch this movie. I think it is good at the very least. <laughs> but until next time, James and Elise, where can people find you?
3: You can find us every day at YouTube.com/slash/FunHouse. If you want to, you can head to the Rooster Teeth store and pick up a James Angel T-shirt.
2: He's back. Woo! There's no uh, uh, no He's T-shirt for, for Graham Reaper.
3: No Graham Reaper I know, T-shirt. It's just my character. <laughs> you can f- see uh, it in AHW, tragic. the rest, new wrestling show on Rooster Teeth. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Thanks so much for having us, guys. I I. I hope that we can come back for another interview, but I understand that I may have burnt a bridge today. You're
0: welcome. Anytime. Anytime. We got to figure out the next one, but until then, I love you all. Goodbye.